So, welcome to What Would Millennials Do? A special guest edition where we're going to be talking about the iconic moments of the decade. So, I'd like to welcome uh, Jared. Thank you. It's an honor to be a part. Regular podcaster. <laughs> not really a guest. I would say I'll, I'll give you the title of co-host. That is still my first ever intro, so thank you very much. But also joining <laughs> us today, two super fans actually, two of our biggest supports uh, of what would millennials do. Dan, how you doing, mate? Full name going to have Monty? Did you say Monty? <laughs> yeah, long time listener, first time contributor. Let's go with right. Monty, and uh, we're going to we're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Man still has a job. Oh, is this right? going to be the first, like, bleep? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, God. All right. And who, who else? Who are you with there? I can see you on the Skype call. Yeah. Who have you got next to you, We've got Megs. We've got one of your good mates from travel. And now one of my one best of my mates. One of my best mates. Good mates in London. Hello. <laughs> That's it. How are you doing, Megan? Yeah, good. Thank you. Excited to be here. So, let's kick this off. I'm going to go straight into it. Okay, so Iconic Moments of Decade, you've seen it all over social media. Every single place you look, you have the top 10 lists of biggest sporting moments of the decade, biggest cultural moments of the decade. You know, news news companies are doing it. The question that I'm posing is, what do you say is the most, the most iconic moment of the decade? Mm. Across everything. So what do you think has affected the world or is really kind of so yeah really kind of changed society or has had the biggest impact on everyone's day-to-day lives so you could you could argue in the 2000s um like the financial crisis was something there's a few kind of really iconic moments but for me 2010 to 2020 i don't know if there's been one specific event so i i'd measure it like there's there's events that have really like brought everyone together but not in that same sort of catastrophic ways like the global yeah. financial crisis or yeah what. it doesn't so yeah it's and, a and good it's funny, caveat it's it doesn't funny. need to be a negative event no yeah because it it, be... it's trivial compared to those events but Correct. I can think of like even something as dumb as Pokemon Go like the whole <laughs> not world bad. Oh, so not just, bad the whole, just starting, the whole world getting started now the whole world was captivated <laughs> Well, there goes my, uh, what I was bringing to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jared, I stole your, uh, I stole your thunder shock from well, you. Well, so we, we were planning to go around, right, and do, do one each, but basically, and, and Megs, you can attest to this, I would say 0.2% of the words we've ever said to each other would be the word brunch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we've had a few bottomless brunches. And you guys actually... Wait, are you saying 0.2% is a significant amount? I would say that's quite high. Maybe 2%. Yeah, in this... Co- Maybe 2%. 2% of yeah. all, words. all words. So you're saying one... One in every 50 has been brunch, I would say. <laughs> I think I think that's That fair. is a complete lie. No, I <laughs> that think that's not, totally that's fair. You haven't said brunch this entire podcast and you've already said more than I have. <laughs> I've already said brunch since I've been in Jared's flat. We did, yeah. <laughs> this is why you guys need to... Have these conversations over WhatsApp so we can run statistics on That's it, it and just I need a CSV it. extract. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> why I bring that up is because you guys had your special brunch last week, and I've seen some of the. We've talked about some of the outfits were there, and the theme was the iconic moments of the decade, right? It was. 
Um, yes. And you had, thing. what were a couple of the ones that you had turn up there, outfit-wise? Um, what were you dressed as, Dan? So, I was dressed as Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> it's just such a such a pivotal moment in, in the course of history it's, uh, it's, for so many yeah, reasons so many reasons it's changed the landscape of politics it's influenced oh, social media and how it's, yeah. it's influenced how, how how we got voted in has been controversial it's, right yeah it's changed the way that people look at opinions and facts Correct. fundamentally and and like the arguments and sort of spin and yeah oh, we could go on forever <laughs> back, back to the costumes yeah to the, the costumes yeah Donald era. Trump was one and I wasn't the only Trump. There was another. There Trump was another well. Trump. Um, what else did we have there? We had Fire Festival. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Festival punter, <laughs> which was like, which was a that classic. actually won. That, was, that actually won, yeah, but like, um, yeah, that was yeah. something that uh, it it showed how trivial and fake social media can be because it had been so hyped up by all of these celebrities. Yeah. As like this fancy, really like iconic festival, and then it was totally <laughs> a farce, right? Yeah. It was. Um, yeah. My my personal favorite actually was um, we had someone come as a whole year in the decade, uh, and as the Grim Reaper with 2016. Oh, this is this is a controversial one, yeah. but it was it, it was a year. It was the, it was excellent. Yeah, he t- the Grim Reaper took many a celebrity from us that year. Mm. I actually want to put so. On, on that one, because I, I saw it and yeah. I didn't realize it was just a single year. Because what I wanted to talk about is, is the Grim Reaper you know, relevant for a decade? That makes more sense that it was one year, because every decade you're going to lose a fair few influential yeah. people just by... Every yeah, but isn't the point yeah. that in 2016 we lost so many of them? Yeah. So, you're going to need to help me out here, Dan. But So, um, our mate Nate had, had... So, this was Nate, by the way, you guys both mm-hmm. know him. Um, so he was wearing Grim Reaper costume 2016 and he had a, a little a prop for each celebrity. And he had five different celebrities. And we had to right? guess it. And we yeah. had to guess it. So he'd bring out the prop and he'd be like, who is this? <laughs> um, so I remember you had a microphone for David Bowie. Uh, right? There was a microphone for Prince and a guitar for David Bowie. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Vice versa. <laughs> yeah. It works for both, right? So <laughs> the microphone and the guitar... Prince and David Bowie. He had a, um, like a purple, purple hat, hat for, for Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Jinx. <laughs> um, purple hat for Gene Wilder. Um, had a, la- a laser pistol for Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah, Carrie Fisher. Oh, and then he had a earring cross. And a cross for, earring for George Michael. For George Michael. So, well, Carrie Fisher has just been in a movie that's just come out at the tail end of the decade <laughs> as well. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> Don't get us started on the controversy. This is true. This is true. Are we going to be making podcasts uh, in a posthumous post- podcast? Posthumously. Posthumously. <laughs> it's literally why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Meg's coming onto the podcast so that she makes sure we pronounce things real time um, rather than reviewing it later and Correct. telling us we me- messed up. Yeah. Judging us. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, like, you know, I. I, uh, I Pulled out my calculator, and um, 2016 is before 2019. And so, if Carrie Fisher <laughs> died in 2016, Correct, yeah. I I did need a calculator. Don't judge me. <laughs> 2019 also no judgment, right? So true. <laughs> so, uh, Anything so goes. True. You're not allowed to judge anymore. <laughs> Anything goes. 
Everyone has an opinion. <laughs> Cancel culture. Whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, Carrie Bridgeson died in, in, in 2016, which is in 20 times. Very confusing. But oh. it really felt like we lost a lot of yeah. iconic... So, and everyone was talking about mm. it. Everyone was like... People were legitimately, like, saying, who's that next? Year, yeah. yeah. That year was next? like, <laughs> coming for us. Which is a lot. And I guess the upside of that kind of technology is, like, if something should befall one of you two, you could probably replace your voice with oh. snippets of previous recordings. <laughs> I mean... Do a whole new episode, a posthumous episode. I feel episode. like out of the two of us, Jared's definitely the wittier of the two. You could probably replace me with... <laughs> A repeating clip of me saying "Yep, yeet, <laughs> lit fam, <laughs> sick," and then that's basically and probably brunch. it. And, br- and brunch. We actually do edit out uh, bits of AK saying "Yep" too many times when I whenever I go on to a monologue. <laughs> Sometimes I pause, thinking he's got something important to say, but he's just starting off with a "Yep" or "Yeet." <laughs> Oh no, you poor naive soul. I never have anything important to say. So, okay, I think let's let's do the rounds because we've all we've all thought of something to bring to the table, right? For this last decade. Yep. Um, okay, Megs, ladies first. Um, what's what <laughs> nice. are you bringing to the table? Um, well, I've wrote a few notes. Um, about <laughs> this is much more preparation than I've ever done. Um, about like different things that happened over the decade um, and I guess for me having been in London for the whole basically the whole decade um, the Olympics was like a really big thing mm. um, and the opening ceremony was if you remember um, mm. particularly iconic because we had our then mayor of London current prime minister of the UK um, zip wire in and get stuck halfway <laughs> Um, so for me, that moment sort that. of prefaces the fact that he is now prime minister, um, which is, you know. And still bumbling his way through. Life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. And politics exactly. and your country's future. Exactly. So you've gone with uh, like a geographically significant one for you, but it's also threaded itself through the decade in a way. Because yeah. it started with, with Boris. Um, caught on the zip wire and then it that was 2012 right yeah, 2012, yeah yeah what do you guys That's what do you guys good. reckon about the Olympics being iconic I definitely remember the 2000 Olympics in Sydney was huge for Oz right but any other yeah city yeah. hosting it obviously has less impact so kind of depends well I mean I think I think like Megs gets like default points because the Olympics by definition is worldwide and all-encompassing, right? It's about mm. bringing together different nations and 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 kind of having that kind of community spirit through sport. So every Olympics will affect like the world, right? And yeah. resonate with the world. Um, yeah. Could any Olympics? Okay, not, I'll put I'll put it back could to any you. Olympics Megan. not be iconic because it's like an yeah, iconic. I'll put it event. back to you. Do do you feel do you feel like the London Olympics was uniquely more iconic? iconic. Uniquely iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm compared to um i think i mean maybe it's obviously my perspective because i'm british but Mm. um Mm. i do think that you know because of what has gone on to happen through the rest of the decade that iconic moment of boris being stuck on a zip wire above the opening ceremony (laughs) it all going horribly wrong and him just like smiling and waving 
is is yeah. like a precursor of politically what has then gone on to happen in the UK, where everything's <laughs> going good. to shit, and he's just smiling and waving and bumbling along. Little metaphor for you. Yeah, so I I totally understand what you mean. You know, maybe globally it is an iconic, but I think for for Brits, you know, it it has sort of it did sort of. Almost. I mean, yeah. So, and, yeah. So, and so for you, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. the one that kind of hit you the hardest. Yeah. yeah, I can't think many Olympics that have had like that level of foreshadowing. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like Boris got stuck, and then Brexit got stuck, and yeah. ironically, he was the one to get <laughs> yeah. over the line. Exactly. <laughs> Push it through. Yeah. And I think I think it's one of those things where, um, if you're in trivia, you know, in a pub trivia or something like that, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "All right, pub trivia question: Where was the Olympics held?" Um, every city lasts 30 years. You'd probably be able to sit there with your mates and figure it out. Yeah. Um, but if someone said to me, last 30 years, name three Olympics, go. On the yeah. spot, I'd remember London. London. Mm. I'd Australia. remember Sydney. I'd maybe, I don't know, Barcelona, maybe 92. Yeah. Or Atlanta 96. Or Atlanta 96. Mm. Like, that came to my head immediately. Uh, I'd have to think about the in-between ones, right? Yeah. So th- there is merit to well, Ru- Russia the different Olympics having a different kind pretty of... Pretty big one. Yeah, it's a controversial one. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's a, that a big one. So um, London mm. Olympics over Brexit? Because iconic, it, it sort of gives you that... It gives you that bias. When you say iconic, you want it to be positive, right? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I did think... I did think. No, of, it doesn't need to of, be. I, no, no, you, in your mind, you feel Brexit, like it should be. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, yeah, also, because yeah. I really debated, obviously, because I'm... Um, the only Brit um, in attendance today. Um, you know, I really debated like exactly what to to think about on the list because, um, you know, obviously I know that for you guys the London Olympics probably isn't as big, and, and so Brexit, while it is massive and certainly over here, you know, would Donald Trump being made prime minister be a bigger political thing that happened than mm. Brexit? That's mm. a really good question. True. Yeah. What did you feel about that? Well, I would say that Donald Trump, like, allow almost him coming into power allowed Brexit to happen. I think it was like when it happened in the states. Yeah, it was yeah. People here were like, like, yeah, people here were like, oh well, you know, we can we can change things. We can be racist too. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Um, you know, and so that sort of, you know, in my worldview, why we are now leaving Europe, but. that's actually a really good decision, like a way to make a decision because you've gone, oh yeah, Brexit could compare to the Olympics, but then you've basically compared that to another political thing, being Trump. And I don't think anyone dressed up at your brunches, yeah. uh, Brexit. So, and you <laughs> had Boris Johnson. You had two oh. Trumps. Yeah. Yeah, two Trumps and uh, yeah. Boris. An argument could have been made for one of us being Boris as well. Like the the wigs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, also they kind of look similar. Just one is more orange. They. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Big vice. All right, Monty, what have you got for us? What have you got cooking up? Oof. So um, it was interesting because we were talking, like, um, I was talking about it with our uh, AK just before. Um, and technically, like, uh, social media and stuff all kind of happened mid to, like, late 2000s. Mm. So it's not part of the decade. But I think the concept of virality and, Ooh. like, how... That has like how, how, wow. okay. how that has can, met- can we also just talk about the word virality for a second? <laughs> and you know get you, get yourselves tested. But. <laughs> that is going to be coming into my two percent vocabulary straight up. <laughs> um, but that like uh, just the 
I think the unprecedented momentum that some of the stuff that has gone viral, as opposed to like some of the, you know, like a funny video or a funny um, picture or an app or something, but like there's been global movements. And so the specific Mm. instance uh, for me was like the Me Too movement. Mm. Yeah. Um, What year was that? It was like, it was three years ago? 2017. Okay. The virality of that. And I think it was this like, it was just this, um, oh, like, what's the word? A cacophony mm. of events that mm. led to the right sort of environment for everyone to just be like, enough's enough. So, like, yeah. again, Trump plays into that. Yeah. Um, a lot of the rhetoric oh, in the US. Ha- it was like the Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, and so Harvey Weinstein was like the, the Bill first Crosby. Yeah. yeah, Bill, Bill Crosby, Crosby was like another huge one. All these um, people who would never think yeah. could be fallible because they're so famous and so powerful. Yeah, and then um, and then it's funny, like, this sort of shift, this huge, pe- started mm. pushing this huge pendulum of momentum and then, so, and then, all, like before the end of the decade, there was things about oh, now it's gone too far. Where like um, people getting called out for things, and then and other people like for um, Aziz Ansari, for example. Yeah, like, and he got he got me too. And, and then, then he, he was like, oh, it's actually just an awkward and like, it wasn't it, yeah. experience. Everybody else like yeah, there was like this analysis period, and then people yeah. were like, actually you're not cancelled. Like you know, yeah, we suspended your well account. then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. After three incorrect logins, <laughs> you will exactly. you'll be locked out. <laughs> yeah, Spend your account, and we brought you back into the fold. No, because yeah. it was exactly that. Everyone realized they went a little bit too far. So um, I'm not sure what Dan it. said there because he used a lot of big words, which I'm not really used to on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most amount of syllables since Eminem's rap got. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the. I think I was looking up things from this decade and I was looking up some of the most viewed YouTube videos, right? And Charlie bit my finger. Do you guys remember that video? Yeah. Mate. That was 2009. (laughs) And that was sort of like one of the first... Jared, Jared. We, get off the out call, of scope. <laughs> the last decade. No, out of scope. this isn't mine. I'm talking about Dan's comment on virality because it was like yeah. just at the tail end, but I think we didn't know what what it was. It was just like this video mm. for some reason has all these views. We didn't really think of it as being viral in that same way. No. Whereas, yeah, I think this yeah. decade we basically. As soon as something hits, like we saw it with my TikTok video, we were like, "Is it so is true. it viral?" Oh, come off it, <laughs> thirty thousand baby, <laughs> twenty views, and obviously the egg that became more famous than yeah. Jared's definition of viral is double digits. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to get past the number nine. Fourteen reacts. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna. So this literally, I thought of this when you started talking about viral videos, but. Can you guys remember Coney 2012? Oh, mate. <laughs> that, mate, for I, me... I donated to that. that for, that's exactly it. You see that? You see the shame in, in, oh. in Dan's voice when he said he just admitted that he donated to that. That, to me, is a definition of a viral mm. video, a viral event. No, I don't know that. Do you remember Okay, it? So, Coney... Okay, I'll, let's, let's give... Jared, I don't know. Do you want to do it? Do you want to give the recap? Well... Know? Okay, I think How would you I think describe it was it? about 2010 or 2011, right? This video just came up. I mean, it was on... 2012. No, 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 because <laughs> no, 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 because 2012 was when we were meant to stop him. 2012 was when we were meant to stop him, and they oh, gave us some time. They gave us some time. They gave us time. They, gave us time. they are animals. They're not monsters. Yeah. The idea was there was this. Uh, yeah, you might need to jump in a bit, AK. But there was this guy called T- Coney who was leading like Joseph Coney ch- children military groups in Africa. 
Yeah. yeah. And he was a warlord. Yeah. He was a warlord and he in stole Africa. children for his private yeah, child army. Child soldiers. And basically, this guy from yeah. America made a video and it was about 40 minutes long and just everyone watched it on the day. It was mm-hmm. almost like the video was going to expire. Everyone watched it so quickly. And it was probably one of the first videos everyone sort of just watched that was published online Connected for free. Connected immediately. Yeah. Yep. And everyone was so outraged because of the positioning of this video made you feel like he was the most evil man who's ever walked mm. the planet. Yeah. Mm. And the idea was for everyone to put up these posters, right? Like, Coney 2012, Stop Coney, and, and yeah. raise the awareness. It was about erasing awareness about this, and it was it was basically kind of calling out Western culture for not caring about anything mm. outside of their bubble, right? Which we could still say is equally relevant today yeah. um, it kind of gained time my bubble got penetrated in a meaningful way yeah mm. it kind of gained a lot of momentum and then lost a lot of momentum when the guy who narrated and created the video um, I don't know AK do you want to describe what happened no I can't remember I can't remember yeah. he had a breakdown yeah, yeah. didn't he yeah he didn't he like go through a rampage nude in the city or something yeah or like with his pants off and yelling at cops yeah he had a mental breakdown because of the pressure and the tension that that video got yeah and that basically killed the whole movement, that one breakdown. <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah. yeah. But that almost kind of, like, shows how trivial the entire thing is because yeah. everyone got on board for it because they're like, I saw this video and that's now the most important thing. Yeah. And then... <laughs> oh, that's the right. entire concept hasn't changed. <laughs> like, the idea about the guy and, like, what he's doing hasn't changed. Yeah. But because the guy that made the video did something, it's like, oh, I don't care about it anymore. Mm. Like, mm. the whole thing was so... And I think that's probably, like, the... The, the message about the viral yeah. movements is by definition its surface level yeah because yeah. it plays on your emotions to react yeah. and to like and it's, it's the same with social media like yeah. now it tries to get your attention in the easiest way possible yeah. to, to rile up your emotions um, but it's not looking for you to actually have a, a real serious conversation no. or like to break it down or to think about what you should be doing about it well, it's looking at you to like just react also our attention spans are so short now that it's almost impossible to Mm. get people to change their behavior just by doing something on social media like that's only sort of a conversation starter um and but that's the exact thing about the bubble right? yeah like it's yeah exactly Mm. ak's literally been checking his phone every 10 seconds (laughs) (laughs) i can't say anything me too but i was gonna just come back quickly jared to what you said about like charlie and you know the concept of things being popular and you know getting spreading like wildfire on the internet before but i think the concept of virality was like people harnessing it Mm. and using it like more tactically to to enable people or or trigger people or whatever it might be i feel like that this decade was just like we saw so much yeah and like when kim kardashian did that photo shoot i think it was that that decade right where it was like break the internet you know the the plan was to break the internet the champagne bottle one yeah yeah so there's like a definite plan and yeah. i think a lot of like companies you know the gillette ad is one for example which was you know a social stance but also the plan was to get it viral um mm-hmm. obviously they wanted to help their brand as well to get yeah. it out there so they knew something like that would actually yeah. get viral and the thing is like um even that whole the whole brexit have you guys seen that documentary on um netflix that talks about how brexit and the trump campaign were like uh, orchestrated through yeah, social media, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. advertising that stuff, yeah, yeah, like, and that, Cambridge that, yeah. Analytics, and, and like that's the epitome of what the fact that we've still got. I mean, like Trump's impeachment is in progress, like as in, like <laughs> yeah. there's literally still investigations about how <laughs> still manipulated buffering. through yeah. still buffering. 
manipulated through uh, social media and through trying to influence the election, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, Crazy. Boris Johnson yeah. obviously prorogued Parliament and that's been declared as being illegal and yet nothing has happened <laughs> about that. <laughs> they were like, yeah, that's illegal, you can't do that. There's no repercussions no. because you're in politics. Yeah. Cool. We just Boris, forgot about it like Tony. Cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> no repercussions, but you just need to know that that's wrong. <laughs> okay. Naughty boy, off you go. Right. Exactly. Don't do it <laughs> again, <not>. please. <laughs> Don't do it again. If you do, if you you'll do, get do, a do it again, bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the same conversation. Yeah, and there will still I'm curious. be no consequences. Mm. No consequences. No. All that does is incentivize you to do whatever you want. <laughs> well, now, the moral of the story is do anything you want, nothing matters. <laughs> Thanks, Boris. Now I'm curious. So we've uh, had, yeah, we've had Olympics and the ongoing, I guess, the Boris thread. We've had virality, AK. Hey, what are you bringing? So mine is, oh, and I I will allow you to call me out for this because (laughs) it's not a moment. Damn it! It's not a a moment. (laughs) It's an idea. No, but basically, um, for me, it's. It's not a single event, but it's something that I've noticed, which I feel has defined like how people in the world and everything has kind of changed in the last 10 years to me. And it's, there's been a loss of greys and a movement towards everything being black and white. So we're talking Mm. about politics, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And so the whole thing with like Trump or Brexit or anything like that is that it's no longer about, I believe in these ideas and I like this and I think this is the kind of thing we should be doing in society or, you know, we should be putting money into climate change or we shouldn't be putting money into climate change or we should put it into education. We shouldn't. Like, it's, it's not about that kind of policy base or idea base. It's about this is my team and this is your But team. people also, if you, if you are neutral mm. these days as well, um, basically what people say is you're, on, you're taking a side. If you stay neutral, so right now, so just just talk through that again. So, yes. so if you, if you're not my ally, you're my yeah. Enemy, so irrespective of what position. Yeah, I think about. when you when you say okay, I'm I'm neutral on something, people will say, well, if you're neutral, you're not on my side, which means you're against me because that of that lack of grey. So there's an example my friend was telling me about in Hong Kong because they're having a lot of the protests, right, um, about independence, and they all wear different coloured t-shirts based on which side they're they're on. But there's like seven or yeah. eight different Classic colors. Games. This is perfect example. There's, perfect there's example. seven or eight yeah. different colors, and some of them actually mean I'm mute, neutral. But by by being neutral, you're literally taking a stand, and people both sides actually are unhappy. Yeah. Exactly, both sides are unhappy, and that's perfect example because you can apply that to me. Mm-hmm. I think you can apply that to the, the the Me Too movement. You can apply that to the Trump yeah. Brexit. So like, what happened with Me Too is like something controversial would happen, and. People would like, you know, media would interview people and say, like, what is your stance on this? Yeah. Right. So the Hong Kong movement was really, really, really interesting. Um, so I'm a big fan of the NBA, you know, I watch basketball a lot. And this was something where, you know, so there's Hong Kong against China. Yeah. The NBA is an organization. At the end of the day, it's a sport. But at the end of the day, it's 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 a business. It's got a growth market. They're, run, they're, they're raising money and they have a market in China. And so all of a sudden they started asking players, like, what do we think about this? And they don't want to say anything because it's going to affect like the revenue. And so you know, people were asking LeBron James, what do you think about this? And he was, everyone was being really 
held back because diplomatic because they don't want to raise anything but Mm. it becomes that you have to if if you don't say anything you're in the wrong and if you do say something you automatically become on a side and there's no in between there's no there's no conversation there's no so you're saying like instead of um arguing uh, you know or having discussions on the merits of a specific topic you you sort of pull back from it and it becomes us versus them correct and then you lose sight exactly what what you're actually talking about what i'm saying is is people are treating politics like sport (laughs) so that's the best that's the best way that i can describe it because everyone who's ever followed a sport you know you do this right your team can do no wrong (laughs) (laughs) you hate the other team (laughs) it can do no wrong it's like if they cheat it's like no <laughs> like it's fine like if they hire the wrong players or use bad tactics it's like you will always support your team no matter what even like you know there's no hmm. um, yeah that they, they can do wrong it's like and so people are treating politics like that whereas and they'll pick a side and they can do no wrong and you, that's the extreme that you see with Trump and Brexit and all right. um, yeah. one thing that I was thinking though is that I don't know if that is necessarily something that's defining of the decade or if that's just the circular sort of way that things go because if you look like back in history then politics was a lot more divided and it had the same kind of vibe and then obviously people moved to be a lot more centrist and then now we've gone back to being more divided again so i would argue that do you think it's like a cycle yeah like people are going to be more divided now for a few years and then eventually people will be like hang on this is bollocks let's come back together and and you know, yeah. actually, we just want a central policy. So if you're saying this might happen yeah. again and we go through this cycle again, mm. that's actually really good news for our podcast, AK, because <laughs> basically when we do the iconic moments of the decade in um, 2080, we'll be able to just use this verbatim. Basically. <laughs> or basically, we'll just re-release this episode, and just fingers crossed. <laughs> just that, I mean, actually, to be fair, most of our listeners listen to every single episode religiously, so... <laughs> They will wreck it. They might. We might get called you out. You can release but. it as a collector's edition without the bleep to our name at the start. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, so I'm going to bring one to the table. Which it was. I was on the fence about two of them. Dan mentioned one of them, so I'm going to go with the other because I was. I was going to talk about Pokemon Go. Oh, Sorry, yeah, you can cut that out from earlier. Because, no, I think, that was me jumping I think Pokemon Go was massive because on the day I downloaded it and everyone, I literally saw people running around like mm. trying to catch Pokemon. It was like society had just changed overnight yeah, and then changed back. No, but some people still play it. <laughs> it was so trippy. Yeah. It was super trippy. Yeah, so people, Mate, yeah, I, it I, felt I, unreal, didn't it? So I went to this um, speech, this guy spoke about Pokemon Go and he said it was like, the ex- epitome of mobilizing um, of, of like a, a force to doing something. Um, oh, I forgot what he compared it to, but kind of like guerrilla warfare. So it's like you have these <laughs> you have these sleeper agents in your society, and all of a sudden you you just like hit the right note of, of mixture of like nostalgia and everything, and everyone's just mobilized to go and raid a building to catch. You, a yeah, bloody it was it right. was very cultish behavior, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Everyone were like, people are trespassing, yeah. and their <laughs> argument was like, I know I'm breaking the law, but there's Charizard in that <laughs> building, <laughs> and I don't care if this is Area 51, but I need to get there. <laughs> like people were like just breaking regular societal norms you know like leaving meetings at work or whatever it is yeah. because because 
Yeah, there was a Pokemon yeah. Can we break for five? Oh, I need to uh, <laughs> walk a K to hatch this egg. I was um, mm. in Singapore probably a couple months after it launched, and I remember seeing a crowd of people all staring at their phones in a circle, and then something happened, and they all started running. They were just... And I heard, like, Snorlax, Snorlax or something, and I was like, okay. <laughs> if you, just, just yelling Snorlax and running in yeah. different directions. You, could bas- you basically have created mind control at that stage. Mm. You could put, like... Mm. A legendary, like rare thing, and just make people go to a location. Come on, Jared, don't pretend you don't know all their names. <laughs> same, 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 you too. Same, you too. <laughs> You'll we'll, have an, we'll have an episode where we try and do all 150, where we catch them all live. <laughs> I probably won't listen to that one. But yeah, so Pokemon Go was, okay. was on the fence for me, but the one, I, the one I really settled on was Gangnam Style by oh, Sai. That's my iconic Ooh. moment. <laughs> was that 2012 as well? That, uh, it was around, yeah, 2012, I think mid-2012, and then towards the end of 2012. And here's my rationale. No one... The K-pop movement has also come big in the decade, but that song, he'd released albums before, and no one in the, you know, the Western mm. world knew who he was. And yeah. then all of a sudden, everyone had watched this video many, many times and gotten into it. Like in Korea, outside I think it was the Korea. first song to a billion views or something, right? Yeah. It was, it had a specific like YouTube record that it mm. made because it just went, it blew exactly. up, right? It went crazy. And he's yeah. re- he released a song after that, maybe six months after that, called Gentleman. And that sort of, you know, people looked Medium out for it. famous, I remember. And then that. N- nothing yeah. since. So, nothing. Yeah. I feel like that was very iconic because it was like a spike, mm. you know? It's not too different to what. You were talking about about virality, right? Like that was, uh, but that's something that brought like the iconic, world together yeah, too, iconic right? Iconic viral moment with the with the dance. Do you reckon it was a dance or the beat? Mm. Yeah, I think it was his charisma, wasn't it? Like he was just quite an interesting fella. No, yeah. Megs, Megs is giving me faces. So go um, on. I mean, I wasn't a fan, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not a fan. Um, don't yeah. like the song. Don't like the dance. Didn't like the video. Oof, but you watched it that's the thing you watched it yeah but like not I don't know like I saw it in the gym I didn't ever like okay. sit down and watch it it wasn't like viewing mm. okay. but yeah I mean obviously I know what it is so I get mm. what you mean I do think it it definitely was an iconic moment um, but you can you can dislike iconic moments that's acceptable mm. yeah yeah, just like Brexit yeah exactly <laughs> it's, de- <laughs> it's definitely not the content of it that got it there but the, mm. the reason it's iconic for me is because there's no real reason for that to be more I- iconic than anything but it just was mm. yeah mm. yeah okay I'll pay that I'll pay that yeah that's interesting do, so do you do you have any theories or ideas about why you think because I mean like every creative artist every musician Every actor, everyone, every music, I'm uh, sorry, movie producer, that's what they mm, want. Mm. Yeah. You dream of that, right? Every every advertising agent that you want to create something that, that takes takes off. Do you have any, do you know what you feel made that unique or kind of... What nerve did it Yeah, what was, the, what was the secret ingredient that, that made that kind of go off the way that it did? You could almost you could almost tailor a course around this, couldn't you? You could almost tailor a, a, I was a study course around <laughs> this video. But I think almost in a way, mm. you can't point your finger at it. It just happened. Mm, no. But is it something to do with like... Because obviously there's been, since Gangnam Style, there's been like other, like, especially with the launch of TikTok, as you've mentioned in your 
other episodes. Harlem Shake. Yeah, there's mm, been other classic. like moves, mannequin challenge. Yeah, and planking. like flossing and stuff like that that have that have gone <laughs> that big. It's yeah. almost just like it's something that's quick, easy, um, and brief that you can capture in like a short video. <laughs> Sounds like my Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that anyone Wait, can do. Anyone can, yeah. Just, just send me a text. <laughs> Talking about Gangnam Style, um, you know, it's it's like it's that quick, short, um, easy that like any anybody can have a go, um, and you're supposed almost supposed to look silly. Alex, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> we're just gonna cut Actually, out. We're just gonna cut out the bits where she said I'm talking about Gangnam Style. <laughs> He's, he's, he's blushing. <laughs> I don't know a brown person can blush. All right. No, no, I get what you mean. So it's it's yeah. easily replicable, right? It's something that anyone can get along. But there's there's again something think, about it yeah. which just captured everybody. There's like an innocence to it, right? Mm. There's like there's like it's a- like this random forty year old Asian man dancing like you mm. know with like a horse, and it's, there's just something about that which is so like naive innocent and open there's no he's not trying to be cool like you know yeah like most music and celebrities yeah. he's not trying to show off or he's not trying there's like the base there's like the basic checklist of things that has to be but then yeah. there's like this magic ingredient yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know originality is mm-hmm. one thing but also mm-hmm. i think the timing of when it's done yeah, our timing is huge right i think anything to do with viral viral yeah, yeah. events yeah virality is yeah a three-syllable word we can't pronounce that on this cast can we <laughs> viral mm. moment but yeah i think of the innocence as well of gangnam style like he wouldn't have thought that would happen it's just funny to be no he, would have exactly. gone he to wasn't bed trying one to be viral and been like oh mm-hmm. this is getting quite a few views in like korea japan like mm-hmm. where it's you know popular and maybe probably like thirty thousand, maybe yeah probably at my levels yeah and then, so are you saying that i could <laughs> go to sleep tonight and be the next iconic moment. I think if it was going to happen, it would have already happened. But you never know. Yeah. You never know. It's only January 26th, mate. You've got another nine years and 11 months to go viral. This decade. For this decade. Yeah. So, this is your decade. Yeah. Well, actually, when you mentioned that, you know, that second song he released, it was like uncannily no, similar to I the don't first know. one. He was trying to replicate it. it and the entire it. point of why it went famous yeah. is it, it was unique. But the question is, yeah. Dan, was it, was it him trying to replicate that or were all his previous songs just like that and we only saw two of them? I couldn't Ooh. tell you what any of his previous songs Because I haven't listened to any <laughs> other yeah. I'm going to start listening to Psy again. Again, like I used to really religiously listen yeah. to him. <laughs> Dig out those old albums. Nice. He's out in vinyl now. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> I think he was wearing vinyl clothes. Yeah, he does. So, yeah. thanks very much, guys. It's been great having a couple of uh, lovely guests on, uh, Monty. And, and Megan. It's been an absolute... It so really has. If you do want to be a guest on our podcast, all you have to do is religiously listen to all of the episodes <laughs> and get in contact with us at wwmdpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, wwmdpodcast. Facebook, what would millennials do? And if you want to listen to more episodes, podfollow.com slash wwmd. And subscribe to Jared's TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see, if you want to see a, 
a definition of a of a viral video. <laughs> Check out Jared's pod, uh, Jared's TikTok with how many views was it, mate? Twenty nine k, I think. Thirty, mate. Don't show. Oh, thirty. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is a time capsule. In 2080, when we look back on this episode, I don't want people thinking I only had 29k. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Bye.